Welcome to the Latchkey Sibs, or should I say the Falalala Latchkey Sibs, the podcast that challenges three siblings to take a look at our childhood movie cabinet and one film at a time, criticize or defend the viewing choices we made as kids. I'm your host, host, why do I always do this? I'm your host and the oldest sibling, Holland Baker. You're the foldest. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Allegra. I'm the middle child. And I'm Gray. And I try to stick to the four main food groups, candy, candy canes, candy corns, and syrup. Perfect. <laughs> so yes, it is the first episode of our Falalalalachki month, where we watch holiday films to round us out. And yeah, this today we're watching Elf, or we watched Elf. I'm defending it. But before we get into it... Um, each week, one of us has to present a movie to be critiqued while the other two score it based on five separate categories. Each week's score will be added up, and at the end of each season, the sibling with the most points wins, while the loser will be forced to do some sort of punishment. I am already cooking up some ideas. <laughs> yeah, Gray has already won. As the bona fide <laughs> winner already, I can't wait to see who loses. Yeah, who? Who will it be? (laughs) It'll be a real big fucking mystery after this movie. Hey, you never know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You never know. Yeah. The holiday could really pull through. Um, What are the other (laughs) five movies? Santa Claus. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. And also, as a reminder, for this month, we are replacing nostalgia category with Christmas spirit. Right? The best way to spread Christmas cheer is to sing loud for For all all to hear. hear. (laughs) Yeah, I wonder what this score is going to be where that quote is from this movie. Yeah, it's, you know how sometimes we'll joke and say, like, I wish I could give you a zero, but instead I'm going to give you a one? Mm -hmm. This movie's like, I wish I could give you 100, but instead (laughs) I can only give you 10 in the Christmas spirit category. Um, well, no spoilers. Yeah. We don't know how this... Oh, apparently. Supposedly. Supposedly. <laughs> allegedly. Allegedly. Yes. Um, I am so excited to talk about this movie. We watched this movie in person. This is one of the handful that we have been able to watch in person. Yes, Gray is currently visiting us for Thanksgiving. So on Thanksgiving night, we all just got together and watched Elf, and it was, was wonderful. It was Thanksgiving night, and all through my <laughs> tiny apartment. Yeah. Much was heard, and many was a sight. <laughs> and many was a fartment. Um, it was Agatha. I think... Agatha! My little baby! I finally got to meet Allegra's dog. Yeah. And um, right now my cats are being emotionally withholding toward him. Yes. <laughs> As is tradition. <laughs> or at least Boris is. All right, so yeah, we're watching Elf, um, 2003. Do you know the date? Uh, November 3rd, 2003. Ah, okay. Did we see this in theaters? 100%. I think we did. Okay, I've just seen this movie so many times, I don't have like a specific memory. But I was 11, Allegra was nine, newly nine. And Gray was six. Six. But who did we see it with? So this was the trip. This was when we went to SoCal for Disneyland and... For Travis's birthday? For Travis's birthday. Well, I mean, it was like, we were off track. So it was like our November trip. We went to Disneyland. We went to... California Adventure. California. Yeah, we did like the Disney thing. But we saw... Because I remember we saw Elf, like right after it opened, at the Chinese theater. Like... Like oh, Roman's yeah. Chinese theater. Right. Oh my god, yes. I was I had a feeling I'm like I associate this with dad, it's like a dad house movie. But I was like, but why do I feel like we had a, a unique viewing experience? Yeah, because we were like on vacation in LA and we saw it like at Grauman's or near whatever theater is like near there or whatever. Right. And yeah, and I remember we saw it and we were like 
oh hell yeah <laughs> like that was great yeah um, i mean also just like anything will ferrell is gonna remind us of dad yeah because we were definitely we were stands yeah. yeah we had like I dare, did we have two best of Will Ferrell DVDs oh, yeah. we had for part one and part two, and we kept them in the car. I was gonna say that reminds me of like, like watching road trip movies, TV, like watching movies in the Sequoia. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Guys, I knew we truly made it in the world when Dad got a car with DVD player. With in a DVD it. player. Oh, yeah, in it. I remember yeah. that being the most exciting thing. I remember because I was like, as a kid growing up, I'd be like, this is the height of luxury to have DVDs in your car. Yeah, it was our yeah. first and only car to ever have. A DVD player in it. Yeah. But Dad got the car like brand new, so we were like, "Oh, look at this! Like we can recline the back seat." Yeah. We have like wireless <laughs> headphones. I know it was so cool. That like didn't really work that reliably. <laughs> yeah. But we still had it. I can't remember. Did we only have one screen? Yeah. Yeah. There's it was one like screen in that the popped middle. down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember on like some road trips when I would be in the front. And I'd be pissed. Like, yeah. oh, shotgun's coveted. But then you guys would turn on a movie, and I'm like, no, wait. And so I had, like, reclined the front seat to crane my head and try and watch it. I think you technically could bring it up on that screen in the front seat, but only, like, when you were in park. Yeah, or only when it was parked. So it's like, what is the point of that? <laughs> because you don't want to distract the driver, but I guess if you're, but like, I mean, like, on what's your the lunch point break. Of even, uh, yeah, I guess if you're just, like, parked, if you want to, like, emulate a drive-in movie, but, like, in your car. I'm going to be honest with know. you right now. If this was, like, a world in which, like, I was working and had a car with a DVD player in it, I would, like, take my lunch break and go, like, watch a movie. <laughs> like, I don't know, before the internet was just on your phone? I guess so. Yeah, who knows? I do remember also that unless you had, like, the headphones hardly ever worked, but if we couldn't get it to work, it could only play through the car stereo. Yeah. Oh, yeah, So yeah, yeah. Dad would just have to be stuck listening, listening to, to a movie. <laughs> one of the same four movies we kept in that car at all times because the head, like, well, what would happen is one headphone, like, set would work, yeah. but then there were two other kids trying to watch the movie that we couldn't listen to. Yeah. So he just had to sacrifice his enjoyment of the ride. <laughs> yeah. And, like, yeah, just listen to... The best of Will Ferrell SNL yeah. skits. I feel like audio find, only. Finding Nemo was another one that was yes. just always in the car. I'm so okay. Let's the Bruce fourth Almighty. Movie. Bruce Almighty for sure. Will Ferrell. I guess Finding Nemo. I, feel I don't like remember Finding, Finding Nemo. Was. And then I think for a while it was This Is Spinal Tap, but we never like just right. threw that on. I don't think no. I ever watched that. I think I've car. only seen that movie once, and it was in the in car. in the car. Yeah, same, same. <laughs> Because we didn't watch it in one burst, we would have to be like, all right, we're here, and like, yeah. uh, right. continue right. this later, I guess. <laughs> I think that's why the Will Ferrell DVD worked so well in the car, because it was just like a compilation of sketches. Yes. So it wasn't like we were stopping a movie. It was like, okay, well, we just finished this sketch. Now we can stop. Like, all right, was... we'll, we'll get back to the cowbo cowbell sketch later. Yeah. I remember also <laughs> being a kid and not truly understanding the concept of SNL. Mm. So I knew it was a best of compilation, but to me, I thought each skit had its own like full episode. And so I was oh. like, I was like, I want to watch more of it. Oh, and not no. know, yeah, I didn't really get that. Like, no, I was seeing all of it. But I was yeah, I guess getting... if I guess if these compilations were your introduction to SNL, yes. it would be confusing. Yeah, I just yeah, I remember like specifically the one about uh they're like all on stage it was like a children's show-esque where they uh -huh. all had like letters on their sweaters yes I know and exactly. it was like f c k or something <laughs> and then he was the u and he kept right. trying to get in they're like no 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 <laughs> like, come on yeah. Yeah. yeah it was like and i was like i want to watch that show i thought it was just like an actual variety show or whatever i forgot about that sketch that's a good one <laughs> Guys, one I'll... thing I still quote so much when I'm like looking for something is Bobby Fischer. Where, where is he? I don't know. I don't know. know. I'm like, where is that? I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I also, <laughs> I do, I don't quote it, but I often think about the Robert Goulet. Yeah. yeah. Like, and like, I just think, I go, like, anytime I hear someone mention Thong Song by Cisco, I don't think of the actual song. I just think of him going, 
thong song. It's the thong song. <laughs> and like just not at all the words yeah. or the song at all. Anytime yeah. anyone plays shout the song at like yes. a wedding or something. Also that. I'm unable to control the volume of my voice. <laughs> and a, a little, little bit softer, softer now. Yeah. yeah, I also often think, see, okay, well, <laughs> it's all there still. So this so, is something we all Honestly, yeah. you know what? Um, I don't know if I'm going to keep this in, but Ryan from My Pop 5 has approached us about doing a joint my pop five, and I feel like Will Ferrell might have to be one yes, of them. Will now, now that we're kind of talking about it, I'm like, Will Ferrell was a common theme that we related to and bonded over during our childhood. And it just kept happening. Like, the, Will Ferrell had, like, a fucking moment, you know? Yeah, I mean, Great. just like the early 2000s. He dominated. Was him. Yeah. And, like, we watched even his shit movies. Like, we... <laughs> we watched them all. It took yeah. a while for us to be like, is Will Ferrell making all bad movies now? <laughs> or, like, let's watch one more to be sure. <laughs> I never. Stranger Than Fiction might have been another. That's a brief good card movie. I got that. That's actually a good I think movie. No, yeah, I got I like that, that in an Easter basket. We definitely owned it. I can't remember if it was a car movie, but I remember we watched that one a lot too. I didn't I'm like that. that to my I liked movie it. List. Yeah, I liked that one. Uh, um, speaking of, this was definitely more of a dad's house movie elf because we saw it with dad for the first time but like mom likes it like we watched it with mom last night which was delightful she was laugh every single joke landed with her and i'd say i didn't ask mom i mean same about her thoughts but it was like like i enjoyed the jokes but i was like i knew what was coming but mom clearly hadn't seen it in a long time and so her just pure expression of joy was just really fun but yeah i think it's safe to say that she thoroughly enjoys this movie i did reach out to dad um i just said any thoughts on elf and he's like are you kidding me with two exclamation points and two question marks yes exclamation point (laughs) great 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 best new christmas movie ever great story funny clever and fun a great play on the classic Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, just told from the elf's point of view. So, yeah. Dad, we want... This is usually, like, we watch this with Dad every Christmas. Yeah. Like, this we is, honestly still might. We probably will next Christmas. month. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, this movie, so legendary. Um, did Mom say any... I mean, we watched it with we her. We watched it with Mom. I, yeah, I didn't... She laughed at everything. Like, yeah. she loved it. Those I know mom thoughts. loves it, yeah. She, yeah. she was like, I, she loves the actress who plays the mom, the oh, husband. Yeah, she loves Mary yeah. Steenburgen. Yeah. Who is also Will Ferrell's mom in Step Brothers. Yes. Right. Which was awesome. <laughs> um, I think it's we're, we're more than ready to get into our pre-watch. scores and pre-watch. So, pre-watch, I guess I'll just start. I just go straight into... Buddy the Elf, what's your favorite color? Because I think that's my most repeated line, like the one I quote the most from this movie. Every time I'm at... Because my job requires a lot of cold calling. Right. And then often, I mean, not often, but sometimes people will get calls back, like from their desk, but they won't be in front of it. And I'm always tempted to just pick up someone else's phone and say that line. Buddy the Elf. Buddy the Elf, what's your favorite color? And then just, like, it hangs up. Yeah, I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, he, like, leaps across the fucking yeah, desk yeah, to yeah. get it. <laughs> um, but anyways, Buddy the Elf, what's your favorite color? I think I remember this whole movie. We watch it every year. One of the best Christmas movies, in my opinion. Blonde Zoe Deschanel. Um, the, for that someone special, which I have <laughs> my own, like, personal experience with that I love. It's a favorite story of mine. I'll get into it right after this. Okay. <laughs> Cottonhead and muggins. you smell like beef and cheese. <laughs> and then also another ways. another often quoted line is Bye buddy. Hope you Bye find your dad. dad. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> Every time I think of for that someone special, I just remember one time Matt got me a Christmas gift. Our stepbrother Matt and he just puts in the like he wrote he made his own card. <laughs> And it just says, like, in, like, cursive, like, red, like, for that someone special. Oh and God, it just makes me laugh so every funny. time. Because it's such a brilliant thing to do for yeah. giving someone a gift. So, yeah, I think of that all the time. I was like, someone bought you lingerie? What? No, but that would be even funnier yeah. if that was the gift that my stepbrother got me. I wouldn't put it past him. I know, seriously. Matt will do it for the joke. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, this was one of those movies that I was like, I don't want to write pre-watch notes because I know too much and I hate writing. Yes. Uh, <laughs> but I was like, Buddy the Elf learns he's not an elf and his dad is a dick. Buddy goes to New York City to meet his dad who's not very receptive. Buddy gets a job at dad's book company and also fake Macy's and meets Zoe Deschanel and they fall in love and he saves Christmas. Yeah. But it's like, he's, you sit on a throne of lies. Yeah. Was <laughs> like a favorite quote of mine for many, many years. Yeah. It was definitely another classic line that everybody still says all the time i still like every single christmas i'm always like santa i know him yeah i mean we know him when we saw santa at the parade yesterday that's i just said i know him (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean all my pre-watch notes are kind of we've already said them i just they're very short i said saw this in theaters at chinese theater in la we watch this every year for Christmas. Usually a dad's know this whole movie by heart. So I'm like, I'm not yeah. going to do we don't it. Need like, to go, we're going to go into it. We don't need to. Yeah, exactly. Hey. I feel like another one I do a lot, or at least in my head, is like, I love you, I love you, I love you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm singing. I'm in a store and I'm singing. <laughs> so if you haven't seen this movie before, you're going to have to shut this podcast off watch the movie and then come back because we're going to ruin every joke. Yeah. yeah, Which is also pretty uh, representative of how we were as children. Yeah. <laughs> we were incessant, incessant movie quoters because this was like slight, it was before the internet was like what it is now. And I just, I feel like we've talked about this before, but I, just I, any movie we latched onto, we were just always quoting it to each other. I think I we mean, get that from dad. Yeah. yeah. I, I tell, I remember describing Maybe it was to Meg, or maybe it was just to, like, a friend that our relationship as siblings is basically just quoting movies to one another. Yeah. (laughs) Like, that's most of our dialogue to each other. So, yeah, this was definitely in the the constant rotation of lines that we would say to express emotions. (laughs) I don't know if it's the internet or that movies just aren't as quotable anymore, but I feel like the heyday of movie quoting was, like, the last... Like, Swan Song was the early 2000s. Oh, yeah. For yeah. Sure. I mean, Anchorman. Yeah. Elf is, it's not, like, up there, up there, but it is. Shrek. Shrek. Borat. I mean, Austin Powers. Yeah. Bor- yeah. Austin Powers, which was still 90s, but, like, it was in that it was golden late era. Was, yeah. Honestly, I think it was, it was, like, pre-internet boom. Yeah. Or, like, social media boom is when it was like movies pre, were still super quotable. Pre-memes. Yeah. yeah. Pre-before we had a word for Okay, a kids, before memes, you had to just tell your memes to people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, a situation would occur in real life. It was and just then, IRL memes. And then you would deploy a movie quote and everyone would get it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that. Yeah, that, that's, that's what memes are now. They're just visual instead yeah. of auditory. It's remember that feeling when, and then a, a gif of a movie scene, and it's like, no, we used to have to do that analog. Yeah. yeah. I would just have to act it out to a lukewarm audience. Yeah. So you know how people will do a TikTok sound? It's almost like it's that. It's just imitating that. <laughs> Which, even still, people just will speak in tiktok audio to each other right i meg and i do it (laughs) often so yeah it's like yeah that's just pre-internet memes yeah we cracked the code folks (laughs) shut down the podcast we've solved it we solved it um do you guys want to give me your score no i'm so excited i'm I'm happy to okay um christmas spirit is a 10 yeah we kind of already talked about this it's a 10 Allegra. It's a 10. <laughs> it's a 10. Sit through was a 10 for me. Hell yeah. The nine. A, a nine? nine. <laughs> okay. My chair was very uncomfortable. <laughs> okay. It was your apartment. <laughs> I was on the fold out chair because my couch was full. And Mark passed out in my comfy chair. <laughs> hey, you offered it to him. I was like, this man needs to pass out immediately. <laughs> Before it causes any more destruction. <laughs> um, appropriate for children, I have a 10. I didn't think there was anything, like, offensive. Yeah. Yeah, so it's a 10. Also a 10. <laughs> for those that can't hear, <laughs> she said it was a 10. <laughs> Hold up. Clearly it's a 10. It's one of the most rewatched movies ever, so... Allegra? And maybe at this point in my scores, I was getting mad. <laughs> Spiteful. And I was like, it's an eight. 
but like we'll see, I okay. guess. <laughs> and then follow, I gave it a ten. I gave it perfect scores. I, I you it. have nothing to lose. <laughs> I, I didn't know what else to put. I was like, I anything else felt like I was just trying to not give it a ten for the sake of What'd not giving it a ten. What you put for followability, Allegra? An eight. An eight? 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 <laughs> again, eight. Again, this See, we're doing it. So th- this is now you understand us as humans. <laughs> this podcast is basically just going through all the movies that we incessantly quoted as children and still do to this day. <laughs> um, okay, well, interesting. We'll find out I if do I know, can even back those I scores do, up with reason. Last, <laughs> last night, as you guys were doing your scores, I saw Gray turn to Meg and he's like, do you think like you I was were like, like what do you think about this? And yeah. it was just like 10, 10, 10, 10, 10. And Meg's like, yeah, <laughs> we'll discuss later. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't. It's a 10. <laughs> I mean, what else do you want me to say? It was like, it's such a good fucking movie. It's so good. It's, I was talking about this with, when I was working out this morning about like comedy is hard. And it's also the, kind of genre that ages the fastest yeah like comedy like a a absolute amazing comedy of the time will become like horrific 10 years later sometimes like ghostbusters we kind of ragged on ghostbusters a lot yeah i was like a big example is tropic thunder like i remember everyone i I still think that movie's hilarious but like for the wrong reasons but that's kind of why i feel like a young like innocent gen z person once turned on tropic thunder and had like a, a, a meltdown yeah because they were like totally iron man what are you doing yeah <laughs> didn't that movie come out the same year as iron man i don't know i think I they both know. came out in 2008 i'm looking it up folks don't i, I think perhaps they did they might have let's see here um tropic but like Elf- thunder 2008 iron man 2008 yeah they yeah, came yeah, out the yeah. same year so yeah it's literally like Blackface Iron Man. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And America was like, we love you twice as hard. (laughs) I mean, it's like, because in Tropic Thunder, it's like, that's the whole, it's like, we know it, like, it's bad and that's why it's fun. Like, we know it's bad, but it's also, I I don't This is an era in which American comedians were like, well, racism is over, so we can joke about it now. (laughs) Um, but Elf, it's it's still good. It's timeless. Like yeah. almost every single joke still hits. Okay. And I think Him? it's because it is so earnest. Yes. And Will Ferrell is playing it so straight. Yes. Like, but yes. because he is playing it like that, it makes it ten times funnier. I was thinking the same exact Him thing. Him being way too big for the North Pole is never not. Yeah, funny. that's never not. <laughs> Even though that's like the consistent joke the whole time he's in the North Pole, and I've seen this movie a million times, it's always fucking hilarious yeah. when he's sitting in the desk, yeah, and like barely one of his ass cheeks is in it. <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. Yeah, him. Yeah, like sitting on the toilet, like crying. yeah, him on the toilet, yeah. him in the shower. But Buddy the Elf is when he's like just trying to like whip the water onto him <laughs> yeah. in the shower. It's funny every time. But he's not mad he's not upset he's not sad he's not bitter he's like this is what life is and i'm happy to be here yeah and it's like i feel like later will ferrell roles there's a bunch of cynicism that leaks into his characters and it's kind of sometimes because it's funny to like oh this like perfectly nice person let's subvert it by seeing if they were like fucked up and evil like i see that that's like a tempting way to go or he's just like winking at it yeah you know like it's not as straightforward there's it's, no irony no. or i guess he's not playing anything with any irony which is what makes it yeah more funny. buddy the yes. elf is pure of heart and this movie wouldn't work if that weren't true yeah yes yeah and, what's funny i actually when i was doing trivia i saw that some director i don't remember his name but he was offered you know this movie to direct and he turned it down in favor of bad santa which oh, is like yeah. literally the, the exact the opposite, like you know, spirit of yeah. movie or just yeah, genre, where it is like it's all very much like winking at the camera, like we're all shitty, everyone sucks here. What's up? What you- Allegra's raising her hand. <laughs> Remember when Buddy raises his hand in the office? Yeah. Uh, so wait, did John Favreau direct Iron Man as well? Yeah, as he well- did. <laughs> 
He had a good 2008. Favreau gate. <laughs> hey, shoe gate with the trying on the shoe. I don't know. I'm just saying. Bringing that one back from season the, one. He's getting his uh, elf shoes shined. Oh, yeah. That one too. I was thinking, it's like, I don't know. I don't think it's going to fit, buddy. And oh, he's yeah. Like, trying to fit into the elf shoes. Right, right. The photo of him playing basketball yeah with the with elves. elves he's just like angrily dunking on yeah. them on the like six foot hoop yeah 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 i also think it's funny that not only was it like it's a human playing an elf but like will ferrell is a large human anyways yeah so it's not just like you know any other actor who's a normal size it's already like a larger guy playing someone who's supposed to be three feet tall which is exactly how it should have been with fucking Fred Claus and I never remember her name. Elizabeth Banks. Elizabeth Banks should have been too big for the North Pole. <laughs> or appropriately sized. We talked about it. Where it was she's like, a human She's woman. a human. She's a mistress. She's Santa's mistress. Yeah. Everyone else. I don't right, know. Wikipedia will... said she was a tall elf. So. Yeah. Well, if she's a t- tall elf the way Buddy's a tall elf, she <laughs> yeah. should have been, like, hunching under doorways and yeah. shit. Yeah. <laughs> she must be from the South Pole. Yeah, she's a South Pole elf. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's another, like, just another reason why it was so funny, because he's he's being... 100% earnest yeah. when he's talking to Peter Dinklage. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, laugh it up. And he's just like, did Papa Elf send you? Like, <laughs> and he's just like, I, I'll fucking kill you. And he's like, I don't know what's happening right now. <laughs> yeah, I decided I really wanted to see if Peter Dinklage has said anything about Elf in the years post-Elf. And so I was just looking at Peter Dinklage stuff. And I think this everyone already knows this but after he got really famous on Game of Thrones is that he never uh, took elf roles he never took yeah um, yeah. elf or leprechaun roles like as a point and i'm like i wonder if this was a particularly fun role for him to be able to beat the shit yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. i was like i wonder if that was cathartic for him i'm still doing the research but i also love the idea of like a children's book author like a children's book author being like a huge a, dick, like yeah, like a, like basically like a coked up like Wall Street douchebag yeah. kind of vibe. Speaking of children's publishing and yeah. the huge assholes that may work in it, I don't know if I want to like get too much into it because this could affect your uh, hold up scores. Because I was now that I have worked in children's book publishing, I can like kind of dissect how they're depicting it more and i'm like what the fuck publishing company is just like we need one book i'm like (laughs) you're clearly big and you you clearly are large enough to have like a full mail room so your operations you usually have like many many books per season per imprint like this seems like like it doesn't seem like that small of a publisher, maybe you have just... offices in the Empire it's State Building. At least a more established. It's not like an independent, or I don't know. It's not like a big publisher. It's giving more corporate vibes to me. So I'm like, this just like a lot of this. Also, I'm like, clearly they don't have production editors. If he's just signing off on galleys and there's all these printer errors, I'm like, there are people there to make sure that doesn't happen. Like the head of the company isn't the end all be all final sign off on anything. You hire people to do that for you. Here's here's my, <laughs> I, I to try and close a loose end a little bit. Maybe it was just like, this was, Walter Hobbs's imprint. The, well, I'm saying like that was his like goal for the quarter, and he was behind on numbers. But because he's one of like the like like there's like 50 other Walter Hobbs at this company. Yeah, I was trying to figure out like what his actual position is. And so like so maybe he, he's like, he has his he own office. He had one book and- that he needed to be focusing on that was falling behind, and so that's why the boss was like, no, you like. We're falling behind for your numbers. Yeah, And because you're, you represent such a large portion, I'm taking special attention away to, like, berate you. But there's still... I don't think the company as a whole was failing. It was like, like, this is just a micromanaging boss 
Yeah, who maybe. Was, I can see that. Okay. This guy, Walter. But, like, I, I don't have the intimate knowledge that Holland does to point out every single error, but I've watched enough movies and have been in the working world long enough to know that we need one pitch by Christmas is not how business works. <laughs> yeah, but it's also, like, part of the genre, so yeah, it's, like... It's yeah, not it taking like me Christmas out of it. Christmas movie stakes. Especially like, like how his ends, where he's like at the big meeting, but then his children need help, and he's like, "You know what? If I'm fired, then fine. Like family and Christmas are more important than business. Like it has like whole cliche at the end, and it's like, yeah, like you're like that's what you want out of yeah. a Christmas. Movie. I think that <laughs> adds to the Christmassy score, yeah. but knocks like a point off for followability. But like whatever, whatever. Yeah, I still I mean, also like, weird that they're like, you mean bringing in another author? I'm like, what do you mean? Like you're that's also not a thing. All the yeah. time. <laughs> do you have any idea how many freelancers this place probably has? Yeah, I that that was another thing where I was like, so are those two guys who were like pitching stories? Like, are they supposed to be authors? I didn't really he know said what they were writers. They were. He okay, them so writers. They, they were, were writers. writers? Well, yes. I, that's why I was confused. Is like, what was their role? So I guess they have in-house writers at this publishing. He said, company? "My two best writers." Oh Word. my god, the the fucking one of them was Andy Richter, right? Yes. Okay, the, the other, other guy, guy was fucking hilarious. He's a guy from the other half of Tenacious D, right? Yeah, I see him oh, all the time. Let or me, am I thinking of someone else? I'm gonna D? look. Ah, uh, let me look. I could up. be. I could be wrong. I'm like, he, I don't dude, think his, that was D. His like face acting. He's in a lot though. His he, face acting those... was so fucking good when he was pitching to Peter Dinklage, and he was just like, "Uh, all right, yeah, he's it's the, Kyle Gass. Yeah, he's the other. I knew he was. Okay, yeah, yeah. it is. It is. But, like, but he's him, in a lot. Him like pitching the asparagus. He's self conscious <laughs> of yes. his own pee. Yes. And he's like, you like, you like think he's gonna say a little more, and then like, he just kind of like, that's looks it. Looks like he for just some does type. a lot of hand gestures of like, eh? yeah, like waiting for approval of it. Oh my god, it was so fucking funny. That was funny. hilarious. I, I don't, I never like picked up on. I know his acting specifically, but it was so fucking. Okay, good. did you also speaking of the publishing company? Hey, let me find this note. There was like a book cover framed behind his desk that just said whatever bears be <laughs> i was like what is that book that was the working title oh i would have loved to work on the prop department for this movie and just making fake children's book titles yeah. <laughs> children love, love the books. books another and he's just like i see what you're doing and she's like like he thinks she's like pulling a grift on him and she's like so okay, instead I of also, where the wild things are where the bears be whatever whatever bears, bears be, be. <laughs> Oh, man. Did you also find... I don't think I ever also picked up on... Will Ferrell is supposed to be, like, 30? Yeah, he's only supposed to be about 30. 30? Yeah. I'm like, I mean, I think he was 35 when 30s. he made this. Yeah. Hey, he but was like... thrown into a stressful work situation as a child <laughs> and worked true. every day of his life for 30 he years. He can only make 87 Etch-A-Sketches a day, Holland. That's horrendous. Hey, that could have been midday. He was just checking. Ming Ming was just checking in on the progress. Well, he, I also love just the delivery of, hey, Ming Ming. <laughs> that was my first my first note because just the way, oh, man. He is so, Will Ferrell is so good at playing, like, delusionally happy. Yeah. Just, like, so, oh, my God, it's so funny. I'm in love. I'm in love. And I took care of Yeah, and he's spinning and, like, throws his hat off like a fucking, like, 1930s, like, romance movie. Yeah, and that I... That line I, in particular, every time I'm in a good mood, that's all I want to <laughs> say. Yeah, I mean, I feel like we've talked... We've already given Will Ferrell a lot of praises, but I feel like this movie, in anybody else's hands, could have been so bad. But Will Ferrell is just fully committed to this character and that's what seals the deal it's just i think it's really impressive he's maniacally happy in a non-threatening way Mm -hmm. yeah yeah like when he's speaking of like the non-threatening way like his just social what's the word i'm thinking of just like ineptitude yeah exactly (laughs) when he's like 
talking to Zoe Deschanel, the first like few interactions they have, yeah. and he's just like wide-eyed, creepy, smiling, <laughs> and you could tell she's like at first creeped out, and then like quickly kind of understands his vibe is yeah. like very childlike, and so the any creepiness goes away, and she's just like, oh, he's a weird dude. <laughs> is also played pretty well because he's just like he's looking at her, and in any, yeah, anyone else's hands, it would be terrifying. Yeah. But he's just like, oh, yeah, no, whatever. Yeah, it's it, just this, like, man-child. This movie doesn't work if Zoe Deschanel doesn't immediately understand that he is not a threat. Yeah. Because if I was at work and a coworker co- like, came into me showering, yeah. I wouldn't be like, hey, I need to talk to you. I'd be like, hello, HR. Yeah. Like, <laughs> get this man Police. away. And then, if, like, the building made a restraining order against him and he showed up because he's like, I want to see you. I'd be like, danger, danger, cops. <laughs> Things worked out pretty good. They yeah. gave me a restraining order. <laughs> uh, another line that, like, it just, it never, like, sticks in my brain when I think about this movie. But when he gets drunk in the mailroom and he's just hanging out with the dude who's on work release. Yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> and they're just, like, you know, rapping about life. And he's like, I gotta get out. I gotta get out of going with the flow. I mean, listen, man, I'm 26 years old. <laughs> The dude's, like, clearly, like, 47. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, and you look great. He's like, you're 20. He's like, yeah, you look great. There were a few jokes that I feel like I forgot about, that being one of them, that I'm 26 years old. Yeah. The other one was in the very beginning when, like, Buddy the baby accidentally ends up in Santa's bag and they find him at the North Pole. And his, his uh, diaper says Little Buddy's Diapers. And one of the elves goes, his name is Buddy. I'm like, did they think his name is Buddy Diapers? <laughs> <laughs> like, Buddy that's diapers. his full name. Yeah. Also, oh, going back to Peter Dinklage, like, I mean, I, I always remember him being funny, but I think I, like, zoned in on more lines this time. Like, when they're on the phone with him and they think they piss him off and he's like, I'll be there tomorrow. 71 degrees. Because yeah. he's like, the car has to be 71 degrees. And then also when he, like, comes into the meeting and he's like, I've got a particular idea that I'm psyched out of my mind about. Yeah, <laughs> yeah what, that line is where I was like, oh, he's a cokehead. Yeah. Is him saying it like that no, when Peter, he's talking about fucking children's, children's books? books? Like, picture <laughs> books? He's so good in this. I, like, the yeah. phone acting. Dinklage never disappoints. <laughs> Dinklage. Peter's gonna dink. This yeah. is what's gonna happen. Listen, asshole. I get more poon. I can't remember the full speech. Yeah. But, but it's I get like, more action than, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. But I'm like, this is clearly like a deeply insecure cokehead. And he, he, I bet like, Peter has met this man. He lived in New York for many years. Yeah. <laughs> he might still live here. Oh, no, here it he is. moved upstate. I Did you have to borrow a reindeer okay. to get down here? <laughs> hey, Jackweed, I get more action in a week than you've had in your entire life. I've got houses in L.A., Paris, and Vail, and each one a 70-inch plasma screen. <laughs> yeah. So I suggest you wipe that stupid smile off your face before I come over there and smack it off. You feeling strong, my friend? Call me Elf one more time. He's an angry elf. <laughs> and it says, Miles promptly attacks him. Yes, he does. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I, I'm like, how did that not get his dad fired? Like, Oh, my God. Yeah. You, like, you're telling me that this Peter Dinklage guy is not litigious? Yeah. I know. Also, speaking of that, I'm like, stealing his notebook still qualifies as, like, IP theft if you're going to steal the ideas and pitch it to your boss. Like, yeah. you're going to get litigated to hell if you try to do that. Yeah, well, luckily, <laughs> Well, the, I guess the, the countersuit can be that he committed assault on a man in the you office. You attacked my son I because guess. of just some mild hate speech. It's like, <laughs> he's mentally unstable. Yeah. He's he, mentally ill. He thinks he's an elf. Yeah. <laughs> but the doctor can act as a character witness. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I also, did. the dad just got so... So angry after that happened. I was like, God, this guy has anger issues. I think it's been building the whole movie. Yeah. Yeah. That was another thing that, like, watching it this time around, I definitely was more understanding of his position as, like, being the straight man and having this come into his life. (laughs) Yeah. It Just is being strange. like, what the yeah. fuck? They found, okay, they got an actor from The Godfather yeah. to play this, like, yeah. cranky New Yorker dude. It was perfect. He's the perfect anti-Buddy the Elf. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. It was so 
But I love how Mary Steenburgen, Steenburgen, I don't know how you say her last name. She's just immediately so accepting and she's like yeah, the she's, sweetest. She's like, he needs help. Yeah. Let's give him help. Yeah. Um, Mary, come on the show. Tell us how to pronounce your last name. <laughs> Tell us how to pronounce your last name on the show. It doesn't need to be maybe over we email. Can, maybe you can introduce us to Ted Danson. I don't know. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. We're going to watch Three Men and a Baby when Mary Sturgeon comes on the show. Oh, my God. It's Steenbergen. I'm Sturgeon. It's not Sturgeon get... like a fish. It's Steenbergen. Sturgeon. I don't know. I'm sorry. We'll watch Three Men and a Baby. Come on. I'm uh I'm just I'm reading some of the quotes that are on IMDb and it's, <laughs> I think we should call security. Good idea. I like to whisper too. Yeah. <laughs> you can, I just have a present for my dad. All right. I was like, you guys are so strong. <laughs> One of those security guards was Will Ferrell's brother. Oh really? I, I learned that. Oh, that's yeah. Fun. I don't know which one. Probably but it just the taller says, one. Probably. I would guess. Yeah. We're making assumptions. Um, I also like even though it is like you know technically a creepy scene and it's a creepy song i always loved when they were singing baby it's cold outside all right let's demystify this baby it's cold outside is not a creepy song no it's not it's two people who want to bang each other but they (laughs) have to pretend they're buying into the cultural myth of women aren't allowed to like or initiate sex yeah they're they're doing like, oh, shouldn't we pretend to make to like, oh, we can't do this, but they fully know that they're just they're just what they're are, edging what, each other. Yeah, <laughs> it's just yeah, it's like, like they're sh- like we know that there are like social constraints around us, but let's like play, let's let's like ha- have the facade of a conversation of me doing everything I can to not do it, but then oh, I guess I just have to stay because we've gone through all the yeah. possibilities. It's like if anyone asks any questions, this is our story. I didn't like spend the night because we obviously want to randy each other all night. <laughs> it's like oh, it's too cold to leave. Everyone will agree. Yeah. Yeah, I'm glad someone said it. Because I love that scene. I do like that song. It's a fun song. Yeah. But it got a lot of hate. I felt like I had to hate it for a while. It's because children of your generation. Freaking woke culture. (laughs) We're going deep state this podcast. We're taking a hard turn right, guys. It's just clearly people like not understanding subtext of a previous generation. And it's totally understandable that context gets lost through time. Yeah, and AOC is over here. Um, no, but anyways, uh, (laughs) vote everyone, Uh, continue voting. So one thing that I think we all kind of realized for the first time or noticed for the first, or it was the first time I noticed it was at the end, there was like a weird thing going on with like the news lady. Yes. Yes. There was like a whole mini storyline where it was like her first day Day on on the the job. job. It was like her first major news story and the anchor was being the anchor kind was like of super passive aggressive yeah. it's like oh uh, i'm sure you don't get big news like this in buffalo, buffalo. like fuck you like, buffalo. sorry to interrupt your first big news story whatever charlotte, charlotte. it's yeah. like he's shitting on her that the only thing that she can get on the news is like a fluff piece but she's like I'm getting eyeballs and I'm running with this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I that was we were all very aware, like immediately aware. Yeah, it was the first time I've ever noticed it. Yeah. But if you watch this movie, guys, rewatch it and think about this, this specific scene and tell us if you pick up on like a super weird Passive aggressive. Passive aggressive, hostile work environment for poor Charlotte. It's clearly one of those, like, dudes who's, like, very condescending towards women. Like, okay, sweetie, you and your Santa fluff piece. Yeah. 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 (laughs) And then she was also poor Charlotte was just getting, like, hit on by Matt Walsh. Walsh. Yeah. (laughs) While interviewing Your eyes tell the story, Charlotte. That's why I love you. (laughs) And then, like, then this kid comes out with a prop book with, like, reading out people's, like, wish lists. And she's like, good, good. This will keep me on air all yeah. night and then he drags her, her her boyfriend through it all and yeah. she's like oh my god cut the tape she just wants her boyfriend she wants a tiffany engagement ring and for her boyfriend to stop dragging his feet and just commit already and she's like cut 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 um hard first day for charlotte but you know what she pulled it out and she saw santa she, so. did. she got to see santa yeah yeah she's um, like put the cameras back on they all started singing um speaking of singing that's actually a great 
segue. I remember hearing on a podcast, I can't remember which one it was, but they were talking about Zoe Deschanel and they were like, everything Zoe Deschanel is in, I feel like like she always has to make it known that she can sing. <laughs> even if it's like she's like good at singing, yeah. but like they always have to make it like abundantly clear in everything she does. And listen, I'm a huge new girl fan. I love Zoe Deschanel. I loved her in this movie. We watched The New Guy. That was the first thing I ever saw her Which she in. also sings in. Which she also sings <laughs> yeah. in. Yeah, but I don't, it's just, it was funny because ever since they said it, I've noticed it, like, with rewatching. You're yeah. like, oh, yeah, you like, either it's the director's doing it to you or it's her herself just being like, hey, guys, look, I can sing. And now I always think about it. <laughs> but she does have a good voice. So. It's like kind of like how Jesse Bradford's like, I can play guitar. <laughs> yeah. We can put it in. <laughs> <laughs> Although, I will say, when he was playing in Bring It On, they kept doing a lot of really quick cuts. You weren't seeing too much of him actually play. And I was like, I think they recorded over this. Probably because it's hard to actually sound good when you're jumping around yeah, that yeah, much. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying he didn't do the recording over the playing because yeah, we saw clockstoppers and he was he playing was that guitar. actually playing what he was playing in clockstoppers yeah. that was real audio coming through on <laughs> set but i think in bring it on it was dubbed over just saying yeah but anyways yeah partially. it was similar to that yeah. where it was like hey look i can play it was like hey because i'm pretty sure i actually read that there wasn't initially a storyline of zoe deschanel's character singing in the script until john favreau learned that she could sing okay. well i mean i kind of it gives her an arc yeah, of yeah like, it gives her much more of an arc she's like i'm afraid to sing in front of other people and then she saves the day by singing in front of other people right. yeah it's it, like it's a little i mean it's something there it's it, yeah it makes her it just flushes her stronger. out yeah a it flushes more. her out a little bit more and it's it makes the romance better because she's like oh buddy has inspired me buddy is an inspirational yeah. person yeah I'm in a store and I'm singing. <laughs> um, but yeah. Yeah, you know what? Will Ferrell sings in a lot of his movies too, so you know it's yeah. going around. Well, he he is the songbird of his. He's been called the songbird of his generation <laughs> by the people that have heard him. Uh, but yeah, I will say their date was very cute. Yeah, their date was really cute. She like, had the worst hat I've she ever had a very seen. Bad hat yeah, on, that hat but... was rough. Yeah. It gave her Polly Pocket hair. <laughs> <laughs> it did. Yeah, she... That... that as So, I'm staying in New York, obviously. Our hotel is a block away from Rockefeller Center. Yeah, the tree's not up yet, though, is it? No, it is. Oh, but it's not it's lit. It's not lit. Yeah. But the tree is up. Okay. And so, see, like, basically their whole date was filmed. It kind of seemed like... Just around... Within a five-block radius of Rockefeller Center. So I'm pretty sure I actually have walked by the first tree he shows her in the window. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> it's, like, nearby. Yeah. And she's like, you haven't seen nothing yet. And then shows him. And I was like, oh, it's so cool. I'm, like, right there. This is also, it's bizarre watching a movie set in New York while in New York because I'm, I'm not from New York. Yeah, and, and yeah. like, very much around the area you're yeah, staying. Yeah, a lot of, yeah, like, cent <laughs> it's a lot Central Park and Rockefeller Center. And, like, I'm on fucking... 48th and 5th so I'm like right fucking there so yeah I like actually recognize I'm like hey what do you know like, yeah, yeah it's it's really <laughs> fun living in New York and we watch so many movies set in New York because now I'm like ah I know exactly where you are like, yeah. Oh. yeah the whole time every time they're in the park I was like oh my god <laughs> my cat is freaking out she's trying to get what the plants doing? and she's like falling <laughs> anyways yeah I, I kept seeing I mean I know Central Park is huge and I only walked by like a very small, like you went fraction ice skating, of it. right? Yeah. In the park. But and then we walked around a little bit too, like around like the sheep's meadow area. Yeah. So I've only seen that little bit, but I was like, was I over here? I know those rocks, <laughs> even though there's like all those like built-in, yeah, like yeah, yeah. grown-over rocks all over the park. Did you see the John Lennon Imagine? Tile I've been there before. Okay. I didn't go there the other day. I was just like, if you hadn't seen it. No, yeah. Meg and I fields. actually, like, stumbled upon it when She's we walked so by it one time. Um, oh, yeah. Another big storyline. Even Santa says ACAB. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the New They're York. All on uh, the the, They're not all the on the naughty list. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which was, like, I'm pretty sure was just, like, a, what's the word? Allegory? 
for the four horsemen. <laughs> oh, I'm, maybe. I'm just like, I like the idea that the horses are also on the naughty list. <laughs> <laughs> they were just following orders. <laughs> Tell it to the judge. <laughs> what's, the, what's the Brooklyn Nine-Nine horse? Sergeant, Sergeant Butterca- Buttercup? Yeah. Yeah, or <laughs> later Lieutenant? Yeah. He gets promoted before Boyle. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean... And then, uh, of course, as we're, I think we're starting to wrap up this mm-hmm. movie, um, when they're, you know, trying to, to spread Christmas cheer and bring in holiday spirit and... For all to hear. Uh, Michael, the little brother, is reading all of the, you know, the people on the nice <laughs> list and their their wishes. Yeah. And that little girl that was, er- like, in the movie earlier at the doctor's office, like, oh, I want a whatever sissy doll. Talks sissy talks a lot. Sissy talks a lot. And she's like, thanks, buddy. Meg just goes, oh, yeah, a 10-year-old is watching the news alone in her bedroom. Like, that's <laughs> on realistic. Christmas on Christmas Eve. And they show a second kid who's yeah. also like, yeah. yes. There's and another I'm, kid who's just like, yes. I'm like, there are two reasons, two points taken away from Hold Up, and it's the business publishing stuff we talked about, and then children watching the news <laughs> alone on Christmas Eve. Wow, that's pretty harsh. <laughs> Yeah, two whole points. I feel for like those. those should each be a half point. <laughs> You're gonna win, Holly. You can calm down. You never know. Oh my goodness. Jingle all the way could be a lot better than <laughs> you expected. No, it's not, and you know it. You're telling me Sinbad? Sinbad? Hey man, he's good in that movie. The name the word bad is in his name. <laughs> but like like badass. <laughs> Yeah, Do like, you like speak Michael Jackson fat? bad. <laughs> Wait, it's like called... the song, not the actual person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Michael Jackson's bad. Wait, it's called Beat It, so like it's about eggs? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um all right, I feel like we're wrapping up. I don't even think I need to give a final argument, but like, just give me your score. Take your two-point penalty, Holland. You don't even need to give me the scores, Holland. It's a 98. We can do the math. Two points. That's it. It's not a 98. Here. Are you changing any of your scores? No. Okay, so it's a 98. 90- well, hang on. We didn't even write them down. I did. So, oh, you did? I okay. wrote them down. Cool. So I guess no closing arguments are necessary. <laughs> um, I'm keeping all my scores perfect tens. Allegra, you have tens in Christmas spirit and appropriate for children. You have a nine in sit through. Only because I've seen it a million times, honestly. So, so that's I. a nine point five in that yes. one then. And then hold up, you have an eight, that's which a will nine. be a nine. And then follow, you have an eight. That'll be a nine. Um, I'm gonna give a bonus point for. Um, hold on, I actually had one for this. I, I mean, it was said like three times in the movie, but it still made me laugh every time when he's talking about how he got to New York. Yeah. And he goes like, first, I walked through the candy yes. cane forest. And then I had to go through the land of ooey gooey gumdrops. The swirly twirly gumdrops. And then I went through the Lincoln Tunnel. <laughs> and so that's, I just think that's hilarious. Also, we didn't even talk about when he gets attacked by the raccoon because he still thinks he's in like cartoon claim or stop motion world so that's my bonus point is mm-hmm. his journey to new york to new york love it even like the iceberg how it like melts and he's like barely balancing on it when he jumps off yeah 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 yeah. because it's yeah oh it's tough because i do love this movie to pieces bits and pieces top to bottom are you not giving me a bonus no point? i am okay. i'm just saying i'm struggling <laughs> trying to figure out what i'm trying to figure out what like only one thing to give a bonus point towards what he cut oh. down a tree from uh, central park <laughs> i know what it is it's the um it's the guy at gimbals who was supposed to be wanda sykes oh yeah he's <laughs> yeah, on love yeah and he's just wearing the same the wanda name, name tag. tag it says wanda on and it. his reaction to buddy's work of his just like open mouth just like poking things yeah he's like it's good almost too good <laughs> he does that <laughs> shitty manager thing of like we're all a team and it's like we're only a team when i need you to support Six me yeah inches <laughs> um yeah so with that with the two extra points this movie comes to a total of 97 hell yeah which tracks 
Um, I'll, I have a lot of... Oh, wait, hold on. We're sharing one computer, so I can't open up the trivia yet. Sorry, I gotta, like... That's fine. I'm entering the score in the official spot. Entering the <laughs> score in to see what Allegra needs to get to win. A billion? I don't know. Does this solidify? Uh, well, so you were you're down. I don't think it. I'm down by seven. I want to say. So she might need to get like. I have to get a ninety-one. I let me do the math. Let me do. No, the math. you're down by. Nine. Eleven. I'm down by nine. Oh, eleven. Am I what? Yeah. Wait, I thought you guys were seven apart last time. No, let me just. This is right. Yeah, fifty-six, sixty-seven. So I, I was down by 11. Yeah, because I was, it was 10, but then she got an extra point for clock stoppers. Oh, I I could get an extra, I need to post the poll today. So I could get an extra point for bringing it on? I don't know. Well, currently you're 11 Oh, behind. wait, no, I'm not bringing it on. You're bringing it on. So no, I'm 11 behind. 11 behind. So hang on, I got 97. 97. Add 97. That becomes 1,053. Yeah. So, and then 105.3. Minus 967. Minus 967. You need an 87 oh to beat me. Oh, my God. Or, or an 86 with 80... the audience pulling for you, yeah. which they always do. Yeah. So I think that's I think very that's, doable. I think that's pop. I don't think that's impossible. I'm going to shit myself, though, because you're going to pull out Jingle all the way. Like, <laughs> But we don't know. Here, give me that. Can you read out what the options are? Um, I don't have, you can read them out from the hat because I don't have them written down. Here, wait, I want to use my new spinner app. Oh, wait, no, we have the hat. Never mind. Home Alone 2. Which could get an 86. The Holiday. I don't remember. Uh, Jingle All the Way. Which could get an 86. <laughs> <laughs> the Santa Claus. I feel like that Santa one Claus could, could, get could, that. Get a, could get an 86. The Grinch. I don't know. Maybe. Also, I think I've I heard, love that movie. I've heard it's okay. holds up better than you think. There's really like I have good odds. You have good odds, but you don't know. It's not. I don't think you're. <laughs> I don't think the nail is in the coffin. Am well, I, I'm doing but it. We're not doing trivia. Yet. You got trivia, trivia. Trivia. Oh, trivia, trivia, trivia. Guys, oh man, okay. my indigestion. So I have a stomach full of turkey and mashed potatoes, and I'm so nervous. <laughs> So, this one I actually didn't know about, and I thought it was really interesting. So, writer David Berenbaum initially wrote the script in 1993 with Chris Farley and Jim Carrey being early candidates to play Buddy. Oh, wow. And we were talking about how, like, in the wrong hands, this movie could go poorly. I think both of those two actors could have done yeah. a pretty good job. It would they was it would have been, been different. It would have been a different movie, but I still think they would have been good at playing like Their Ernest. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. Um according to John Favreau, the script was initially much darker and didn't interest him, although he was interested in working with Farrell's f- first post SNL movie, which oh, this wow. was. Oh, I don't think I realized that. Um Asked to rewrite it, a turning point came when he realized he could make Buddy's World an homage to the, you know, Rankin and Bass Christmas specials. This allowed him to conceive of a movie that could be PG as opposed to the original script, which would have been more PG-13. Interesting. Honestly, a great instinct. Good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Um, several minor traffic accidents occurred when Will Ferrell walked through the Lincoln Tunnel in oh his God. costume <laughs> because people were so surprised and distracted from their driving to see him wearing an elf outfit. Um, the scene when Buddy eats different candies and pastries with the spaghetti noodles had to be shot twice because Will Ferrell vomited the first time. Which I makes did, sense because it was so gross. And you can so tell much that he's trying not to swallow it yes. when he's doing that. He's yes. just keeping it in his mouth. <laughs> um, director John Favreau used a remote control to trigger the Jack in the Box toys to get genuine startled reaction I, from I Will Ferrell. I think I knew that. I think I knew that. I've read that one before. Um, Ferrell suffered from headaches throughout the filming because he actually had to eat all of the sugary foods in the <laughs> Elf Food Pyramid on camera. <laughs> Um, the scene where the fake Santa is chasing Buddy had to be done in one take because it was too hard to rebuild everything. Oh, yeah, right. I mean, once you destroy the Legos. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, due to his policy of being of appearing in family-friendly Christmas films, Chevy, Sha- Chevy Chase was briefly considered for the role of Papa Elf by John Favreau. Oh, wow. 
but Will Ferrell vetoed this idea because he disliked working with Chase yeah. when he returned to guest house SNL in the mid-90s. Famously terrible to work with. Yeah. yeah. Farrell said Chase was the worst host he had worked with during his tenure on that show. That's a sentiment that I think is widely shared yeah. by SNL yeah. cast members. Widely. Yeah. Even people that worked on SNL with him during the time, like him and Bill Murray, like, hated each other like, i also think fucking hated everyone each in the community hated him yeah yeah everyone that's ever worked with him has hated him yeah. yeah um at the time john favreau was a virtually unknown director he's now one of the top 10 grossing directors of all time yeah he's in that disney machine man and yeah. i have thoughts and feelings did you but... do the bo- i don't think you told us the box office oh i didn't so it um the budget was thirty-three million. Box office was two hundred and twenty-five point one million. Oh, that's it. Wow. And that's <laughs> good year for Favreau. Yeah, honestly. Yeah. Because I think I feel like they were both surprise hits. Yes. Because well, Iron Man. Iron Man was five years later. No. Oh what? yeah, that's true. That's oh, true. That was, right, true. We were talking about Tropic Thunder. Right. Tropic Thunder. Still yeah. though, like Iron Man was a surprise hit. I, yeah. I, Elf probably was too. Yeah. Um, but. I don't think that this budget alt doesn't even factor in like DVD sales. Oh God, I know. I'm pretty sure it was just, um, let's see, open number two with 31 million. Uh, so it has gotten 2018, 2019, and 2020 reissues earned it like three million more, yeah. I think, on top. But yeah, so this was all box office was the 220 whatever. Yeah. So yeah, this movie kind of killed Slept. it wow. yeah at the box office oh. All right, Allegra. <sighs> i'm excited excited to see where this takes us <laughs> all right we're picking allegra's movie this is you when you're sleeping all right didn't even I shuffle around i just picked the first thing i felt home alone 2 oh wow so you have a chance you so do have a chance and there's a chance oh <laughs> <laughs> <gasps> Now remember this Ooh. Donald Trump starred starred in Home Alone 2. This is so. the second Donald Trump cameo of the yeah. year. <laughs> Who was defending Little Rascals? Holland? I did. Okay, I was gonna say like if it was both Allegra or like we know who she's voting for in 2024. <laughs> <laughs> so there we go, guys. I honestly I know Home Alone 2 was like kind of a retread, but another New York movie. Hello. Yeah. Lost in New York. It's a grid system. It's a grid system, motherfucker. Yeah. But there's Tim Curry <laughs> in Tim it. Tim Curry's in it. Mm-hmm. I think the the movie fake out imp- like that that uh execution is better in this movie than in the first movie. Or they oh, like build the, upon it. The like Merry write the, Christmas. Merry Christmas. Write right all this down. Write yeah. all this down right now so and remember gonna, it. So we're gonna so we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll, we'll see. see. We'll see. Is this the first like Genuine sequel? Like official sequel in order that we've done for this podcast? I just don't remember. I think it I is. Think so. Where we, I think we've done the first be. one already, and now we're doing the second one. I think it is. I don't know what else it would have been. Yeah. You know, well, some... we did earlier see Jungle One Jungle, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, it was yeah, just I, called... think, I think it is. I think it's definitely the first genuine sequel we're seeing correctly. Yeah. I know in season one, I genuinely, yeah. like, purposely almost, like, tanked my own chances of winning because I forced you all to watch Grease 2. But I still really, I had a lot of fun forcing you to watch Grease 2. It was a good app, You know? It was a good app. God, it was so bad. Because, like, how many times have I ever been, like, hey, I don't know why I'm in the mood to watch, like, a painfully awful movie. And the two of you would be like, no, we're not going to do that. And now I'm like, you have to. <laughs> you have to now. Yeah. So it like almost made it worth it. Yeah. That was your decision. Yeah, it was. <laughs> never, never again. Never again. And then you had to watch all the Princess Switch movies in one sitting. <laughs> and I'll never get Mostly that time sober. back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you won't. Um, I know all about the Vanessa Hudgens. We're not. No one. You're never gonna get any time back. So. Just, you know. So glad I spent my few precious limited human hours on Earth watching three Vanessa Hudgens movies back to back to back. It was for content, No one else has ever watched or ever will watch. You'll never be able to relate to it with anyone. uh, Except grandmas who watch this with their granddaughters. Like, that's it. 
I think Carly's people, watched them. You, know, you can that, talk to her about them. Luckily, that is a large portion of your friend group. It is yeah, grandmothers yeah. that yeah. have young granddaughters. Oh, yeah. Me and the grannies. Doing the kettlebell workouts. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Agnes, let's do it. Pump some iron. <laughs> Alrighty, well, that's all that we got this week. Please follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Send us your elf thoughts. Yeah, send us your Christmassy thoughts. Send us your favorite color. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And make sure to check our Instagram stories every Friday to vote on our scores. It's coming down to the wire with me and Allegra, so your votes on our scores this month could truly decide decide who loses and who gets second. Every every vote matters. Unlike the American legal system, your vote matters here. So whoever you want to align yourself with, um, we'll see what happens. Did we get any emails from anybody? No. Uh-oh. <laughs> Email us, everybody. We'll read them. Um, Caitlin. Caitlin. <laughs> <That's>, yeah. <laughs> I know you've seen Elf, Caitlin. Come um, on. But, yeah, until next week, goodbye. Bye. Bye. I really can't but stay. But baby, it's cold outside. I've got to go away. Baby, it's cold outside. This evening has been I'm hoping that you drop so in very nice I'll hold your hands there just like us My mother will start to worry Beautiful what's your hurry And father will be pacing the floor